the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And you'll have to help us out because we're hearing ourselves in the headphone. So, there an echo. Yeah, we got it now. All right. So 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. Um, Milton's got on his shorts, well, short sleeve shirts, so it as, must be a great day. Yeah, and as I uh, see the... Um, the uh, trees bend to the south with the north wind. I'm, I may regret that. Um, but anyway, we'll see what happens. It's, it is a pretty day out here. Well, we got Calvin blocking our That's window. true. We're, so we're okay. Thank you, Calvin. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sure glad I wore my sweatshirt. Yeah, thanks. I was debating because I was warm this morning, but it's I know. Out. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I based it on was when I left the house. That's probably a mistake. Anyway, 210-308-8867. Give us a call and be a part of the show, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun today. A lot of folks getting Christmas trees. I've been here since 11, and I think about every five minutes I see a a Christmas tree find a new home. And uh, we'll mention those fresh-cut trees. Uh, Millburgers will uh, load them up for you, tie them to your car, and take care of everything. I'm not seeing anybody walk out. The employees are all walking out with them and uh, helping everybody. And um, But they have great trees, and they're all fresh cut, drilled, stored in water, so they look great. There goes another one out in the parking lot. And uh, $2 of every Christmas tree uh, goes to the Salvation Army. So a little bit of the proceeds uh, benefit the Salvation Army. So come on by and uh, make Millburgers your Christmas tree headquarters. Uh, live garlands and wreaths, too, living Christmas trees, and all kinds of great stuff. Another thing that I saw a lot of since I've been here was uh, decorations. Uh, and they included the poinsettias and the yeah. uh, cyclamen. And even even some indoor plants. I mean, the people on the carts were kind of arranging to see what colors look best. Uh, it's hard not to find some colors you like in the cyclamen. Spectacular mm-hmm. colors. Very intense. And I'm thinking of getting a Christmas cactus. Are you? Yeah, they're on sale, so that kind of triggers uh-huh. my little... Uh my little buying hormones and uh, and it's a cactus. It's a cactus, right? It's hard to kill. Yeah, cactus from the tropics. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The so jungle. We'll keep it indoors, but uh, we'll get it some sun and see what happens. There you go. Yeah. 
I imagine they're in bloom already, aren't they? I would think so. We'll ask so you, Trace. You can get the color you want. Yeah, I'm thinking so. There they, goes, come in, they come in different colors. Trace and Roger are finding another tree, home for a tree. That's a pretty one. It's a small one. I like that one. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. Okay, so I have another weird question for you guys. And then, oh, oh, no. Actually, before my weird question, let me tell you what's happening next weekend at Millburgers. So next Saturday will be the traditional Millburgers open house. Traditional means that it's going to have uh, the Sweet Adelines and uh, the Little Red Choo Choo. Santa's going to be here from 11 to 3. There's face painting, roasted corn, wassail, hot chocolate, and funnel cakes. And the funnel cakes are a $2 donation to the Salvation Army. And then uh, this week, or next Sunday this time, we'll be talking about the Cowboy Christmas with hot chili. Oh, that's cool good. music, yeah. The hot chili is provided by Nature's Creation. That's 11 till the pot runs dry, so you may want to get here early. Uh, funnel cakes, again, with uh, donations to the Salvation Army. The Texas Weather Band is here, and they'll be playing uh, classic country music, Americana, Christmas music with a country feel to it. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So come on by, uh, just like you did for the balloon artists will be here, too. Um, I don't know what kind of balloons they use. When when did we do that? Halloween? That was... Yeah. It still has air in it. All of them. It, Is that right? Yeah. All, all the appendages. Do you right? sleep with it? I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to answer that That's question. Good, good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, they're going to be here, too. So uh, that's something we encourage you to come by. All right. Here's my weird question. Uh-oh. So I'm trying to... Oh, you mean that? That was not my... That was my weird comment. Okay. Here's my weird question. So, and I bet a lot of people do this, too. I'm starting to juice stuff. So I have lots of pulp. I'm not drinking the pulp. I'm just drinking the juice, and I have all this pulp left. And I'm trying to figure out what to do with the pulp. And if there's anything I can do, I think I've seen online people suggest you put it, like, sprinkle it on the plants... And there's some nutrient value or something. I don't know. No. No. Well, there's there's nutrient value, but it's not. Not significant? Not significant. You got got at least a couple choices. Um, The uh, always works well in the compost pile. Yeah. Because it's uh, got a lot of moisture in it. Oh. It's got enough nitrogen that it... uh, contributes to the decomposition the other thing i kind of like about it and it was even more effective before the big freeze and that was uh the butterflies usually really like it really yeah. oh that'd be cool now, what kind of pulp it's just it's it's celery citrus? no it's celery celery oh maybe yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> i'm not oh, sure anybody sorry i'm not it. yeah i'm not familiar with any Butter, butterfly to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're kind of they're kind of into cherry and banana. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to juice those too. But uh, <laughs> poor, poor, poor butter. butterflies. What is this? Healthy, uh, uh, <laughs> gross. Yeah. So uh, okay, well then. But, if, the, but then the birds. I wonder if they'd like carrot uh, pulp. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it. No. No. Ruta, um. Rutabaga pulp. <laughs> You know, if you if they if you got uh, rutabaga boiled, and uh, even like pot- mashed potatoes and things, so they'll, they'll eat at it. Eat really? At that? Yeah. Okay. You gotta. You don't want to put a huge amount out there. You want to see, make sure their interest. Plus, you know, you'd rather not have the the rats. Be yeah. Interested. 
No, that's a good point, too. I wonder if I can do, we had a caller a long time ago that had a little apartment, and he did an indoor compost bucket type thing. Oh, he'll have to call us and tell us how to do that. Maybe I could just dump them in there and let them compost. And or you just get a little, you have a little, uh, what we do is have a little a hand carry thing, and then it, when it gets full with orange peelings and uh, banana peelings and things, then we just carry it out to the compost pile. Okay. And, and as long as it's vegetable material, yeah. you don't have... Uh, uh, other material like meat, meats would would decompose, but you you uh, really encourage the rodents. Yeah, and, and buzzards. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> raccoons. Raccoons are almost impossible to keep out of. When you got buzzards sitting on the roof, Milton, you're doing something wrong. With <laughs> they they probably they probably would not be attracted by the celery. Pulp. Oh, buzzards don't like celery either. Uh, so is that what you got to? Is that a like diet that you got to drink? I'm just trying it. Oh. I've been reading about it in a book, and I kind of like it. It's actually not bad. Um, it's got kind of a, uh, I don't know how to describe the taste. It's not, maybe, it's mild. Does it inspire you to great great actions? Not yet. I'm, oh. o- I'm only on day two, though, so oh. let's see what happens. What's it supposed to do for you? I think it's a detox. Make you lose weight? No, it doesn't help you lose weight, I don't think. It's just a detox, and it's got lots of vitamins and minerals. And What are you putting toxic waste in your body anyway? It's a detox. It's, it's like it cleanses you. I know. Oh, what? there's, what there's, a, whole, there's oh, a whole course of, of uh, diet that folks that... Uh, yeah. yeah. There's even, yeah, practitioners out there that... Absolutely. Go, you go through and... Uh, Keeps you, I mean, puts you through a, a regular, a, a empty out your stomach basis. And, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure it's. They call that a colonoscopy. Yeah. No, no, that doesn't clean you out. That just checks you. Well, a colonoscopy. No, it cleans Be, you out. Oh, boy, it does it. Before, yeah. yeah, yeah before. Never mind. You're right about that. <laughs> Let's not get into that on the show. <laughs> All right. And so uh, I'll tell you next week how I, how I feel because I'm going to try it for a week and see what happens. But uh, as for the pulp, just sort of store it. And can you, you maybe you can mix, mix some pomegranate with it or something and give it a little give it a little flavor. little sweetness. I, it really isn't bad, honestly. Hey, I, I had a keep telling yourself that, man. It's not bad. I'm not just saying it. My stepson and his straight celery. Yeah, I just juice it all up. I, I crush it. I uh, take. I put it in a little cheesecloth bag and I squeeze it and get all the juice out and then I. Just sit in the morning like a cup of coffee and drink my celery juice. That's terrible, Milton. <laughs> you know my, it. Uh, my step, and I know it. <laughs> my stepson came for, uh, and his family came for uh, Thanksgiving, and he made he saw the kale in the garden. Oh. He got all excited, and I I didn't uh, negotiate very hard. I, yeah, He could have absolutely everything he wanted, uh, but he made a salad, a kale salad, and they use little pieces of cheese and apple. Oh, that sounds that good. That was really good, yeah. It, uh, you know, the the apple uh, it's kind of like your uh, some, something to make your celery have yeah. some kind of attraction to it. But that that was a nice salad. Good texture and very attractive. I'm telling you, it's not bad. Celery? Well, you always juice. like celery, yeah. Straight celery juice. I yeah, should, I should grow my own, but it takes about 
uh, a whole about a small stalk makes uh, about one cup. Really? Yeah. So I can't grow my own too well. I'm, I'll, I'll eat it before. Now, if you eat it, I wonder why you wouldn't want to eat the whole. You get all those nutrients by eating the whole stock, plus you get fiber. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great source of fiber. No, it's a heck of a source of fiber. Mm-hmm. If you were eating a whole thing of celery. <laughs> and, and it's good. It's good, good it seems like a dangerous amount of fiber. <laughs> but, uh, but it's good on a diet, too, because there's True. very few calories. Yeah. No, no, no. So that's the vegetable that they say that you lose weight eating it. Yeah. It takes more energy oh, yeah. to consume it. takes more it. energy to eat it than it does. To it's a negative calorie veggie. All right. Well, I will tell you again. I'm going to stick with the plan. Okay. Tell you how I feel next Saturday. Next Saturday will be seven days, I guess. So, all right. That's the new celery diet. You look a lot cleaner, man. Do I? Do I look detoxed? Yeah. <laughs> your, your face looks uh, not as dirty as it used to. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just washed my face. All right. 210-308-8867. We'll see if I even get any support from our listeners. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. But I may keep the pulp and just try to see what happens with it. How long will it take to... Decompose? Yeah. You can probably, if you... Probably 10 years. As it goes. If you, if, you work, <laughs> if you work at it, I mean, when we were doing those competitions, we had master gardeners where... Decomposing three weeks. In three weeks, they had a, a finished product, you know, where you couldn't tell what the source was. But that, And that's what they did. They just, you know, ground up the pieces very small, uh-huh. mixed the right proportion of high nitrogen uh, vegetables and uh, fibrous materials, and uh, that decomposed really quickly. Oh, and um, just to give you another status report before we get into other show, other parts of the show. The Remember the grandma's yellow that I moved from the ground and put in the container? Mm-hmm. It is doubled in size. I mean, it it grew an inch, maybe in two and a half, three years. And now it's already in the container. It's doubled in size. And it's got a bloom on it. All right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, apparently containerizing it helped. I don't know. We did fertilize it in the ground. I, we had but it didn't seem to, something was uh, it, making it unhappy. It's in the same place, so it's getting the same amount of sun. It's oh. probably, probably drainage is one of the key. Oh, maybe so. But, uh, but was, your, your nutrients probably, if you put in a, a nutrient in a container like Osmocote, mm-hmm. the plant gets access to all of it and uh, doesn't necessarily in the soil. Uh, I could put some of that celery pulp on it. Did you? Uh, there you go. Did Did your roses lose their blooms with the freeze? Uh, yeah, they look pretty bad. They, yeah, they, my foliage didn't get affected though. No. Didn't, yeah. Didn't seem to. That was strange because there was there was new foliage on there, and I huh. I expected it. Oh, to, to get burned. Yeah. All uh, right. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867. Trace will come up here in a few minutes and tell us I what's going on. I see him over. He's over there. Yeah, he's working. He is moving trees. So what you got over there? Should we go to break or you want to... Uh, well, uh, y'all were talking about uh, compost, so we got a question in. What kind of fertilizer should I add to my compost at this time of the year to make it decay more quickly? Do you say decay or decompose? Decay. Huh. 
you would want an all nitrogen fertilizer to speed the microorganisms work along. So that's the sort of fertilizer you would find labeled for lawn grasses and shade trees. And if, if you found, uh, now I know Neil is into uh, abs- 3200 kind of fertilizers, but uh, <clears throat> 1959 works oh, really yeah. well. And uh, if it's uh, on sale, then it's wor- you know great to work use for the uh, compost pile. I I like the winterizer. winterizer yeah, the winterizer good. would probably be better for the compost. Yes, yeah, so it's so quick and uh, uh, easy to use. Does the compost work in the winter when it's cold? <laughs> not as not as fast. Yeah, it's real temperature dependent in my experience. Yeah. And you can, uh, what do we call that? We don't, Jerry, we, we, for a while there, we weren't calling it a compost pile. We were kind of a a deposit of organic material. Right. uh, A rock pile. Yeah. (laughs) Which, which is worthy. I mean, it, it eventually decomposes. But if you work at it, you can really uh, have a fast production of compost. But you just don't want to put, uh, if you do the rot pile situation, which most people do, because they don't want to turn the compost pile as often as it needs to be turned, uh, uh, you, you just want, want to make sure you keep uh, use pure material. Like leaves, grass yeah. clippings. Yeah, if you use, uh, I was think, looking at the, like, okra stems. Yeah. Oh, man, I had to use a pruning saw to cut, cut some of those uh, roots off of those things, and uh, that, that'll take a little while to decompose. Yeah. But really, if you've got a, uh, it's a bit of a pain to chop up everything in one of those uh, machines. What do we call those? Shredder? Shredders. Yeah, I've got one or two I have not used for years and years and years. But uh, that really makes it go fast. And uh, if you're short of space, that's a good way to to uh, keep recycling your organic material and uh, not have to have a huge compost pile. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Or you can put it in Milton Milton Celery Chopper. Uh Uh-huh. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverty Road. This is the time of year that folks head on over to Millburgers to start their holiday tradition by getting their Christmas tree. And Millburgers has the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. A wide variety of fresh cut different sizes of trees, noble firs, Nordman firs for those folks with allergies, and Fraser firs. Each tree fresh cut and stored in water so it's fresh 
fresh when you get it and will remain beautiful throughout the holiday season. Here's one more thing to know about that purchase from Millburgers. A portion of the proceeds of that fresh cut Christmas tree will go to benefit the Salvation Army right here in San Antonio. Millburgers has everything else you need for the holidays too, including poinsettias, wreaths, garlands, and even living Christmas trees that you can enjoy right now and plant later in the yard. And December 1st and 2nd, come on out and enjoy Millburgers Christmas Open House at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Basketball practice, living room wrestling matches, 7.30 snuggle time. These are all things I love about being a dad of four young boys. I'm constantly in awe of God's creation in these young men, and I am also humbled by the responsibility I have to instill them with good values. As parents, we want to give our children the best. One of our biggest struggles is talking about what happens if we aren't able to be there to teach them ourselves. I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm. Let my team help you put a will or trust in place that provides peace and certainty so that your loved ones can focus on loving one another. We'll help you put a plan in place to protect your family. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas. Call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800 or weisingerlawfirm.com. That's W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R lawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through Send wishes of joy and love to those on your mind and heart this season with free online cards at CrossCards.com. It only takes a minute to personalize and send a CrossCards.com e-card that will brighten the holiday season for family and friends. From scripture-inspired cards to heartfelt messages, even party invitations, CrossCards.com makes it easy to let others know you're thinking about them this Christmas. Celebrate the most wonderful time of the year with free cards at CrossCards.com. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times when we were more active and ate more healthy foods? And you checked on me every once in a while. Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave, but unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. The Birthday Club is a great way to celebrate your birthday all month long. When you sign up online at 930amtheanswer.com, you'll get a happy birthday email from us, plus coupons from great businesses like Southwest Exteriors, Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Belden's Automotive, and the Mellow Mushroom. Don't miss out on being a Birthday Club member. Sign up today at 930amtheanswer.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. 
the answer. I mentioned Christmas, uh, the Christmas cactus was on sale in the four-inch pot for three eighty-eight. Some of the other things that are on sale, uh, we mentioned uh, that the living Christmas trees are on sale uh, here at Mill Burgers. Let me find that. They're twenty percent off. Uh, where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Living container grown Christmas tree shaped for Christmas, 20% off, including uh, Italian stone pine, Aleppo pine, uh, Leland cypress, and rosemary. So a variety of different sizes to match your space and budget. Uh, pansies are on sale in the 4-inch pot for $0.98 cents each. Cyclamen, and they're beautiful, are on sale in the 4-and-a-half-inch pot for four eighty-eight. I've seen them elsewhere, and they're these are gorgeous and at the same price. Uh, Primrose is on sale in the four and a half inch pot for four eighteen, and Mill Burgers has strawberries, including the new festival variety and one called Sweet Anne in the four inch pot. They're just a dollar eighty eight. So lots of things. And of course, we mentioned uh, these are these are for sale. Uh, noble firs are the uh, the Christmas trees. We have noble firs, Nordman firs, and Fraser firs, and uh, we also have fresh wreaths and garlands also available. And uh, poinsettias and all kinds of good stuff. So come on by Mill Burgers and visit with us and uh, uh, just say hello when you come by to get your Christmas tree. And we got pansies and yep. violas and snapdragons. Have we got snapdragons? Yeah. Do we have snap? Oh, yeah. Ornamental kale and cabbage. Uh, and that's going to get big. Uh, one. one uh, uh, that's uh, and there's still blue bonnets up there. Oh, really? Not as many as blue as blue bonnet. Blue blue bonnets or red blue bonnets? <laughs> that blue 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 bonnets. <laughs> blue 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 bonnets. Yeah. What was that? Who, who, oh, that was Barry. We were uh, debating whether they they were uh, could be. Uh, Red bonnets instead of blue bonnets? No. No. It's red, blue bonnets. He's an amateur. I've been through that conversation. I had that conversation <laughs> 10 years ago. I was quickly told no. <laughs> because blue bonnets is one word. Right. Or blue bonnet is one word. Just like blue jeans. Yeah, there you go. You have blue jeans is one word? Yeah. I thought it was two words. Mm. <laughs> oh, Calvin's he going. Grabbed, grabbed his phone. Dude. Yep, he's going to ask uh, ask Siri or Google about it. Speaking of blue jeans, I wonder if they sell any new blue jeans. You know, uh, you without holes in the knees. Yeah, without holes. <laughs> I don't think so. That's a sad thing. Everybody, all these ladies walking around here with. Uh, Torn jeans. How do, you, how do you spell blue jeans? Oh, we're going to find out for <laughs> Two words. Uh, uh, two words. Yeah. But you don't call, if you have gray, blue jeans, you don't call them gray jeans. No. I mean, I'm not arguing the other side. Okay. <laughs> but you're I just, just arguing it is Jerry, two words. Jerry threw in a uh, unnecessary and incorrect uh, <laughs> oh, argument. <man>. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, there's a few reds, uh, or red maroons out there. But uh, I imagine, I'm pretty sure more are coming. Because I gave them the seed. No good. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty together, too. And yeah. I like doing those in a container. I yeah. thought those were, they now, turned out really nice. Now's the time to transplant those. All right. I'll have to get some of those, too. No. 
You can plant them around your uh, trees and stuff. Yeah. The tree, the roses in the container. Ooh, yes. Oh, that's a really good idea. Well, except I have a little VIP that won't quit. Uh oh. That's uh, fighting with the rose. <laughs> yeah, in that container that kind of came up as a volunteer. Yeah. There. It's blooming, huh? Not yet. No, no. But it's. Uh, it did one. We got one bloom, and then uh, it hasn't bloomed since. But it, okay. it, it'll come back. Yeah. Just leave it in there. Yeah. Even till the spring. Um, so what are we doing in the lawn, Calvin? What are you doing with your lawn? Nothing? Not, yeah, not, not really. I'm going to don't have to mow because uh, my lawn was dominated by uh, horse herb. There you and, go. And it's flattened. Uh, and then I've got a the, the vacant lot or the second half of the yard uh, has been uh, driven on by uh, workmen and such. So I really haven't got any mo- any uh, mowing that I've had to do. The one thing, uh, and it's, it's too late, I think, at, the, at this point is... There's really no benefit for uh, fertilization, although your situation, your lawn may be different out there if you've got... If it's actively growing. Yeah. Uh, And uh, green and capable of uh, bringing in those nutrients, then then it might be worthwhile to fertilize. But in general, if somebody asks me now, I say, wait, wait to fertilize. Spring. Yeah. You're, you're gambling a bit. Now, I think both Jerry and I, uh, much to Neil Sperry's chagrin, uh, still think <laughs> it's a reasonable reasonable to put uh, sod down if you get access to a good source, a reliable source, uh, because it uh, we re- really is, our cold weather isn't really much of a threat to, to uh, newly applied sod. Yeah, when you're using uh, Bermuda or Dorm, I mean uh, Bermuda or Zorzia, remember that dead grass looks just like dormant grass. So, like Calvin mentioned yesterday, buy it from a buy it from a reliable source, with such as Millburn. Yep. And uh, rather than on the side of the road, you you may think you're getting a good deal. But uh, unless, unless dead sod is cheap, yeah. <laughs> unless you can tell the difference, uh, especially with Saint Augustine and or with Bermuda and uh, Georgia. But uh, and there's a lot of you know a lot of factors there. The, the roots need to be in good shape and holding together and obviously alive. But that's that's where relying on a a reliable source is better. It's better than you trying to oh, determine, yeah. determine is is this sod alive or uh, is it dead? And we always talk about uh, how high do you mow the lawn? How high do you? Yeah. For a while there, I I was leaving mine high, uh, but uh, we we cut it so sporadically that after the rains and and whatever. It's it's a little bit shorter than I like to have it, but uh, it's as high as a lawnmower mow. Yeah, I just mow mine the same as I did all 
all summer. Yeah, that's what, that's what to do. Yeah. Now, if you're doing rescue grass and uh, horse herb, they can be cut pretty low with a, especially the beginning of the year, towards the end of the, and end of the uh, growing, the winter growing season. The uh, then it, then it become they come become a little more unruly, and you might have to mow more frequently. No. But right now they're uh, wonderful to manage. And trim and shape foliage plants that you hastily brought in from the patio. In other words, if you need to trim them back uh, in the house, uh, now's the time. You, 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 know, you can do it right after you bring them in the house. We debated a little while on uh, bougainvillea. Yeah, that's always the... Yeah, but you I... cut it back now. What did Phil Hobie said? Never, don't cut them back till spring. Cut, yeah, cut it, cut it down in spring. Then I just thought well, it's it was, got stickers on it. It sticks you. Well, and I think it just seems to jump out and grab you. Too, oh right? yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, a vicious plant in the greenhouse. <laughs> so it's a really, easier and well in space. You generally we're limited in space in a in a greenhouse or whatever. A protective kind of uh, situation, uh, so you uh, don't don't want that sprawly bougainvillea taking all the space, because you will get scratched for sure. Then oh you? yeah, but so it works works pretty well to cut it cut it back and uh, just protect the protect the plant from the cold. Speaking of bougainvillea vines like that, I mean the. Uh uh, oh Lord. The, uh, the the vine we used to have at uh, uh, Queen's Queen's Crown, Coral Vine, Cat's Claw used to be over there that they took down with the berries, the red berries. Pittosporum pyracantha. Pyracantha. Okay. Good going, man. It's not a vine though. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Did they take? They took our favorite. Paracantha down? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because they're blooming it. for the for the butterfly garden. Oh, okay. weren't they blooming around town? Weren't they have the berries around town? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the berries. Are yeah, good. they're uh, looking good. And out in the hill country too. It's it's uh, it's, <laughs> I mean they're really showing out at this time of the year. Pretty uh, soon the birds will start eating them. After usually after a, a serious freeze. Yeah, but uh, they don't seem to be interested in them yet. Mm. And they have those red berries, tremendous length of time. You know, that's fire cath in the tree is not a bad, uh, is but not a bad specimen. Yeah, I think. Well, it's got a whole bunch of things that uh, positive about it. It's a, a great wildlife food, and in terms of uh, shelter and cover. Uh, a nice thorny, thorny plant like that is uh, it makes great cover. Yeah, uh, it's it's also useful uh, for property control. You know, if you, it's a, an attractive plant, but you can also use it for uh, to back up your fence. You know, if you don't, if you want to limit access, uh, most people will not <laughs> go into a a hedge that's got. Uh, Paracanthum. I imagine the deer will eat it if they can get to it. 
This apple is edible. Yeah, I imagine too. The apple yeah. bear is edible. I've never seen them trying to reach over my fence, but uh, it is a mine's. A, yeah, the, the the fence is tall enough, and it's two feet away from the fence, so uh, I guess they wouldn't uh, be able to reach it. I'm pretty sure they'd eat them. Yeah, because anything. I mean, if they'll eat roses. Yeah, right. And of course, apple trees they go nuts for. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, also, we're, we're switching over to uh, the flowering annuals for winter, winter flowering annuals. It's funny uh, how a 23-degree freeze does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like... Like pansies and other winter color, and so uh, we don't we don't want to forget to fertilize them. A lot of people they plant them and uh, kind of forget about them. But uh, I think I think the best way to fertilize pansies and things in the, in planting beds like that is with a water soluble fertilizer, one that you dissolve in water. And just water your, every time you water your plants, use a, a water-soluble fertilizer, like a, a, a miracle Grow. They, they tell, Trace tells me there's no more rapid grow. Uh, and you could even, you could even use has to grow. That's kind of a liquid fertilizer. But uh, almost every time you every time you water, uh, I'm a, you need to be considered. I'm more of a since I have a. What if you have a, a flower bed that's that's uh, 48 by 8 feet and you water it with drip irrigation? Then uh, that's why I, I I like slow slow release lawn oh, fertilizer. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's before you plant. Yeah, and uh, I was thinking, uh, you know, generally most years uh, I probably don't do a supplemental. Not like, you know, it's not like it's spinach or uh, yeah. broccoli or something that you just you can see it uh, immediately when it needs fertilizer. It just doesn't grow. And we... And onions, same way. We forget about fertilizing onions sometimes. I wonder if you can juice broccoli. <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay. If you can do, oh, juice broccoli? Yeah. They do kale. All right, we're going you to. Do, do kale yeah. in your celery, man. Yeah, yeah so oh, that'd be. Yeah, what a taste treat. Man, would that be healthy. Yeah. All right, we're uh, going to take a quick break while we do. You can have to spend all your time in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, no, 210. 308-8867. There goes another tree. It's going home with somebody. Uh, 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're live on the porch here at 1604 on Boulevardy Road at Millburgers, and we'd love for you to come visit with us. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we'll be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Elberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. This is the time of year that folks head on over to Millburgers to start their holiday tradition by getting their Christmas tree. And Millburgers has the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. A wide variety of fresh-cut different sizes of trees, noble firs, Nordman firs for those folks with allergies, and Fraser firs. Each tree, fresh-cut and stored in water so it's fresh when you get it and will remain beautiful throughout the holiday season. Here's one more thing to know about that purchase from Millburgers. A portion of the proceeds of that fresh-cut Christmas tree will go to benefit the Salvation Army right here in San Antonio. Millburgers has everything else you need for the holidays, too, including poinsettias, wreaths, garlands, and even living Christmas trees that you can enjoy right now and plant later in the yard. And December 1st and 2nd, come on out and enjoy Millburgers' Christmas open house at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Remodeling is not an overnight decision. You want someone you can trust, not a company that's only trying to sell you products. You want expertise. My friends in San Antonio, this is Dennis Prager. Mike and Molly Sowry with Virtuoso Builders can help. They've remodeled hundreds of homes, and every Virtuoso Builders project is 100% unique. They love remodeling, and you'll love working with them when you call 210-525-8750. That's 210-525-8750 for Virtuoso Builders, or go to virtuosobuilders.com. This is Mark Sadowski for Mark Sadowski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or restored? Stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadowski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you a 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexico food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book on the mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com and select Costco stores. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From expert advice to lifting up God, family, and country, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. 
Milton Burgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And uh, you know what? We, uh, we're having a good time here on the porch talking to you about gardening. You just need to call in and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. What's happening with your garden after the, uh, after the inclement weather, the freeze we had? What are you planting right now? Uh, but, uh, again, I want to remind you that we've got You do a, pretty well, Milton, even when you're shivering. I know. Yeah, the, the weather has changed a bit since I got here at 11. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a perfect example of Texas weather. When you when you in the morning when it's nice and warm and you're, I think it was 70 degrees when I left. And yeah, I'm betting it's not 70 now. Uh, but the traditional Christmas. Uh, by the way, next weekend it's supposed to be nice too. So this will be a, g- a good time to come out. December first, next Saturday, the little red choo-choo will be chugging around the Christmas trees. And can you smell them? Occasionally, yeah. you get a whiff of the trees that kind of come yeah. out here. Uh, Santa will be here from 11 to 3, so you can bring your family for pictures. And by the way, the uh, picture place is set up now. So if you want to come to Millburgers for your uh, Family Christmas uh, pictures that you mail out or uh, email out uh, be a great place to come. Uh, we're going to have the Sweet Adelines from noon to 2, singing and running around the nursery, face painting on Saturday, roasted corn, and funnel cakes. Now, these are going to be terrific funnel cakes. Uh, we've got a funnel cake person, an expert, a funnel cake artist coming in, and uh, the, they're $2 each, and the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds. Now look at this, a two-handed book. Wow, man. Wow. He's got a Christmas tree in both oh. hands. Oh, yeah. we, sh- we shouldn't have bragged on him too soon. Yeah, you got to be careful. you got to watch so you don't run into the... Uh-oh. The sunflowers, when, when they're especially when they're metal sunflowers. Yeah, he's okay. He's just taking off the thing. He's got it. Uh, the funnel ca- pour, uh, 100% of the $2 donation will go to the Salvation Army. On Sunday, it's the Cowboy Christmas with hot chili and cool music. Uh, Nature's Creation will be here. They'll be uh, got their own recipe for a delicious hot chili. It starts at 11 and continues till the pot runs out. Santa will be here again. There'll be funnel cakes again, Little Red Choo Choo. The Texas Weather Band will be here from 11 to 3 playing uh, traditional country western yeah, they're music. they're always good. They really are very, very good. hope we can get them on the air. We've had some trouble in the past. We'll see what happens this time. And a balloon artist, our favorite balloon artist, will be here, too, from 11 to 3, and that's uh, absolutely free. Free, free roasted corn, free wassail, free hot chocolate, uh, all of it just uh, for coming out and uh, visiting with us here at Millburgers. And that's a good time to get your tree, too. A lot of folks will be doing that. You can get your tree, pick it out quickly, and they'll uh, fix it up. The employees here will take it to your car, get it all set up while you enjoy your wassail or the moon bounce or all that fun stuff. So, And you get free lettuce seed, Crawford lettuce seed. Oh, my goodness. Register. Yeah. And get free newsletters. That's true. And Where's your jacket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. That guy knows how to dress for this. I'm I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> you thought he was running to get to the bathroom. He's he was running, running to stay warm. Stay warm, yeah. <laughs> and free calendars. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I needed to ask if they still got calendars left. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'll check. Sure they do. I will check, but I'm sure they do. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the newsletter, of course. Yeah. The current issue of the newsletter, and sign up for getting it every 
every week. Jerry continues the, uh, every month. Jerry gets his in the mail. Yeah. And then you can get it on your computer if you'd rather. Internet. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And they have a question in this month's newsletter about uh, is it too late to plant larkspur seed for blooms next spring? The answer is no. The seed can be planted in rows or in wildflower by spreading it on the surface of the soil in sunny locations where the seed can reach the sod. Soil. Seed soil contact. It, it won't work in sod uh, or areas where there's a thick weed cover. I was just debating whether, let's see, what is worse? Worse larkspur or bamboo? No. Uh-oh. No, it's not. It's not. Larkspur is pretty easy to control. It's kind of nice to have it. Uh, it reseeds, and now it'll take as much space as you give it. Mm-hmm. But if you uh, just uh, pull everything out, uh, except for maybe a couple rows in your garden, or leave those that are that reseed in the surrounding uh, vacant areas, uh, then it's great. It's very attractive. Makes nice cut flowers. Oh yeah, they and, last forever. Yeah, and the uh, it's good butterfly and hummingbird plant. Yeah. So. The uh, also it also be a good time to plant, throw out your poppy seed, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I, I think Jerry and I like to bring this up as quite often too. You got seed that you know you went to an event, somebody gave you a wildflower seed, and it's been sitting. Get it out on the. Uh, still time to get it out there on the uh, uh, site. On the soil. Yeah, you need to. It needs to make contact with the soil, so it can't be in a thick sodded area or in a real weedy area, and full sun, and then you then you'll get a good, a good chance you're going to get some wildflowers come back. Trace is up on the porch with us. You gonna have any time? You've been working. Uh, yeah, we've been. Do we have calendars left? Yes, we do. Yeah, okay. I figured we did. Did you hear us? Is that why you came running up? No, no, no. actually, <laughs> I'm too busy for. I wasn't. You have been really busy. <laughs> Every time I see you, oh, there's Trace. He's gonna. Oh, he's moving a tree. Okay, there's Trace. Oh, he's got a tree. He's up and up. Yep, you've been uh, probably about one every five minutes, if at least. Uh, it feels that way. Yeah, it looks that way too. So anyway, what's going on, Trace? Oh, I'm just having fun with Christmas trees. It's, yeah, uh, it smells wonderful. It's, it's a it's it's a fun experience. Cool. You get to affect that many people's. Uh, well, you got the system down pretty well. Your staff yeah. and uh, it's pretty real efficient. Of course, it helps when the the stock is just unbelievable. Uh, you, any one of these Christmas trees you select is going to meet your needs and it's uh, pre- prepared it's, it hasn't been dried out uh, they'll help you load it so it's just a, kind of a, a neat situation and then if they come and get a Christmas tree they can also view the uh, the uh, cyclamen yeah that's, that's a sight in itself did you, yeah did you see uh, you, we've been watching people that are there actually doing their uh, display, you know, roughing out their display on their cart. Oh, I, I, there, was a, there was a lady yesterday after the show that had it all laid out on the ground. She was no. about <laughs> 50 of them and assorted the colors in a certain way. And. Uh-huh. Well, that, that's a, they're an ideal plant for that. 
We used to do that. You used to do that in the inside, and you still can do that inside. But uh, now with cyclamen, you can do it outside too in the deep shade. You don't want them in the in the sun. But, but uh, they're great. Yeah, and uh, we were mentioning this earlier. They look gorgeous. Beautiful foliage. Beautiful blooms. Now you mentioned the full. Prim- they're real full in that. The primrose. Where 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 are they? They're on the first table up there by that the first white and red pole. And that's a pretty. I call them primula. There's a, that's a pretty uh, ex- exceptional kind of plant too for the shade. Uh, and I think both Trace and I are convinced that they have even more sh- more cold tolerance. Than, I, I do. Yeah. I mean, not that not that cyclamen is is bad, but uh, yeah. the primrose held up very well last year. Yeah, and it, it, that it grows kind of like a pansy, but the uh, if you're familiar with grease paint or uh, show paint. That just that real thick kind of uh, radiant color, and that's what the blooms are. It's a, a pansy with crinkly green leaves and uh, and really an intense color. Reminds me more of an, an African violet, yeah, structure with uh, with fun colors. Hey, will you help us answer a question? Sure. Uh, James is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, it was hot and dusty, but now it's getting kind of cool. Thank you. <laughs> this Texas weather is weird. Okay, yeah. how can we help you, buddy? Um, the question is... Um, we want to grow some trailing nasturtium for the uh, for the flowers for the uh, the salad. Is that do they grow in the greenhouse or do they have to be grown in a outdoor shady pool area or and what season do you plant them in? Nasturtium. Oh, the trailing. They're they're mainly a spring spring deal. But they'll do well, all. They won't. They won't grow in right. the summer. No. no they, they, won't, they won't go in the summer. They won't what? Plant it in the ground and die in the year. summer. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They won't. Yeah, they won't. But they. Uh, a lot of our winters they'll last. We just have quit. Quit growing them for some reason. I don't know. A lot of gardeners don't. Oh. Uh, up north, so, you so grow them a lot in the spring, like Jerry said. But here, seems like you can grow them uh, fall, kind of, kind of in the same league. Well, uh, I, I think I think they're just just as cold tolerant, at least as snapdragons or snap. Oh, is that right? Stops. So, what were you going to ask, James? When do when do we plant them in the spring, and when do we plant them from seed in the fall? Is the question. Well, you might be a. Why don't you do an experiment and plant those seed now, just like we're doing with sweet peas? And then, uh, and then with sweet peas, what we do if you don't get a good return, a good growth, you just replant. But I, so I, I think mo- most most winters, I think you'd get a pretty good production. So we start the nasturtiums the same time we get the spring tomatoes started in January. Right. Right. Okay. And what about the fall? Wait till September. Yep. Yeah. And then that's even hot for my bet. We'll, we'll we don't be. get a, we don't get transplants in the, in the nasturtium anymore, really. No. 
Yeah, the plan was to grow some for the salad trade, but it sounds like uh, that's the reason they don't grow them anymore. They're they're too crazy, uh, particular about their weather. Yeah, yeah, and that that's that's why I think of them in the same breath with sweet peas. You know, if everything goes well and the weather's mid mild, you got the blooms and they perform well, but they're can be either too hot or too cold for them. Okay, one more question. The the trailing variety, they'll uh, they'll trail for some of them up to 10 feet. If they're done in hanging baskets, would, can they hang out on the, the back porch all winter long, or do they have to come in? Or I think they could, unless it's going to be below, you know, in the 20s or... Uh, uh, freezing for a hard uh, for a hard freeze for a long period of time, I think they'll be all right on the back porch. So the fall nasturtiums is going to be the, the main crop then. That's going to be where they, I, you're going I to think get. They like, I think they like cool weather. My, that's yeah. what the nur- nursery lady said uh, I'm here with. Okay. All Thank right, you, James. For, thanks. You take care. Let's see if we can't help Bill before the break at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Bill. What's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Let's see if we'll start Uh, you off, and we we may keep you through the news, but let's start off. uh, Well, just real quick. I have a Cito Tatsuma orange. All right. And and, um, I have two oranges on it. I think it's only been in the ground now for, I believe, two years. Okay. And they're turning they're turning a pretty yellow. But uh, when can I tell, or when's the optimal time to harvest those those oranges? I would say right now. Okay. I mean, uh, you can leave them on there if you've only got two on there. Yeah. It's you know, you, you can leave leave them on there until uh, January. And take okay, a chance so, on the raccoons sharing with but, you. Yeah, but they're they're they're, uh, they're really ready to harvest. I mean, they're are beginning to turn sweet in uh, in October. Okay. My my granddaughter was here uh, for Thanksgiving, and she about three times a day she went out and harvested her. Okay. Are uh, are yours orange or they still they're, green? They're, they're they're not absolutely orange, but they're showing. Uh, orange color. color, yeah, yeah. She could spot them in the shrub border. Well, will will the freeze bother them? The if if it's a long duration freeze, but I I don't think my uh, citrus froze. Okay. Hey, Bill, you wanna you wanna hang on through the news, and we'll keep talking after that. Or are you no, are I you okay? I think y'all got it. Uh, I All right. sure do appreciate it. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you later. We're gonna take a break. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. And uh, we'll talk to Trace in just a moment find out all the cool stuff that's coming up here at the nursery. And uh, we'll talk to you when you call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And uh, see what's going on. 
Yeah. One of my favorites is the, they've got those uh, 10-inch containers that have uh, four or five large stocks, blooming stocks in there. And if you, you know, the Christmas tree uh, fragrance is really distinctive. Mm-hmm. But if you go near that, those stocks, uh, that's a really spectacular fragrance. And, and that would be a nice... Uh, a container of those would be nice, right? You know, uh, right outside the door or into the you know uh, patio entrance, so you get a nice waft of that perfume. Mm-hmm. perfume. It's pretty great. Alyssum out there too. That's another good fragrance. We got sometimes don't we don't mention alyssum a lot. Right. So yeah, that's that does better in the winter. Time. Yeah. Yeah. This is traditional alyssum time. It's a good. It's a good uh, butterfly plant, too, for the winter time. Yeah. I saw some butterflies around here the other day, yesterday. Yeah, yeah there's even there's even monarchs floating around. I saw them in our neighborhood, in my yard, uh, which is a little... I don't think I'd put, have a bet that they're going to make it to Mexico City by, for the winter. But <laughs> Better put out my celery. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they may be even so hungry they eat sour. Yeah, maybe you could at least mash up some bananas with them. Yeah, I'll do that. And could you do that? You know, we talk. Uh, sure. So how how do you, uh, you mentioned it and then we joked about it, but what would you do? So if you wanted to attract some butterflies that were still hanging around, just mash up bananas or? Yeah, or you, you just, what most people do if they eat a lot of fruit, like if you got pears, you know, you don't always eat them. And they they get a little brown, uh, or bananas get too soft for to use. Then you just uh, mash them up or put them out in the, uh, the sun. Or it doesn't even have to be the sun, but just a place where they can they can fly. I like them in putting them in those clay trays, and uh, they'll they'll find them. Or actually, you can put them on the you put them in your compost pile. Oh. On the top of the sack, you know, then they're there. That's where they're going to decompose. Oh, and then. But the butterflies will find them too. That's kind of. That's, I like that idea. Yeah, because they get used to. They get used to uh, visiting there to see what is available. How? Uh, well, I'll ask another question in a second. Let's help Wade out. He's called us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, Wade. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I'm calling about the recent have, you know, uh, rains we've had that's keeping the black clay soil uh, moist for a long time, and it seems to have killed all my echinacea. Oh, your what? Echinacea. Uh, the wild Cheyenne coneflower echinacea. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't, they rot easy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, they were looking great until the rains came, and then they just yellowed out and then just rotted back. Yeah, I'm afraid they're gone. Okay, yeah, I had about ten of them that looked good for two or three years, but they never saw rain like this. <laughs> yeah, they get yeah, they 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 like a uh, drier soil type and uh, or even a well drained at okay. least. Uh, yeah. So that shocked them and, and freaked them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that coneflower you guys are Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, they have a tendency to rot in, in too wet a situation. Yeah. 
they're they're to me they really are as popular as they are. They're they're pretty unpredictable. Oh, they are. Yeah, they have a great. They got a pretty flower. Yeah, a great fall you'll have them, and then you might not see them for for a couple of years afterwards. Uh-huh. Right. I'm did sorry. You, did yours reproduce, or was that the? Did you plant them this year? No, they were about. Uh, they were on their third year. Oh, okay. Well, you got plenty of time out of them. Now, will yeah, he have plenty of blooms? Will he have seed? Like, you know, it's a basic a wildflower. Will they? He have seed in reserve? You think that'll come up again next year, or in that black clay? Maybe not. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping. I don't know so, about reseeding. Yeah. It doesn't look very promising. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are your beds flat? Yes, sir. Okay, then if you replant, uh, you might want to build up some mounds in there. And like you say, since you know that they're now, uh, you know, sensitive to uh, wet wet feet, so to speak, uh, you might, might want to build kind of mound up some uh, soil there and. Uh, or either haul in some soil, soil that you can put in a mound so that they can stay out of the water. They might yeah, last a little right. bit longer. Yeah, I think you're right. So I'm looking at the lay of the land right now, and it's, it is a flat area, but there are some low points uh, that are nearby. Yeah. soak the soil for a long time. Well, I, I know John Thomas uh, at Wild Seed Farms up there, they grow some. Uh, uh, and uh, you go out in their fields, and you see see them periodically out there dying. So uh, I don't think they have a long. The the I think they're short-lived perennial. Is mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Where are they native but to? I have no idea. Well, yeah, are they uh, are they a root becchia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all those uh, sunflower-type things. They might be native to the Americas. True. Native? They called native? it a Cheyenne coneflower when I bought it. Yeah. But anyway, give it another try. You you did you did a good job for three years. Well, thank you. And, yeah, we'll, we'll, next spring when they come out, we'll buy a few more and build up those mounds, like you said, and see what happens. There you go. Okay, thank you for calling in. Have you take care. Day. Happy holidays. You Happy too. Happy holidays. All right, 210-308-8867 is the number. 210-308-8867. And Trace is on the porch back with us. He had I don't a- see spinach. Uh-oh. Where's spinach? I uh, see celery. Uh, I mean, I see. Yeah, I see celery. I see lettuce. It's the price of doing business. Um, I'll get some pretty soon. <laughs> it's nice that Jerry will be angry. Don't you hate that when people buy stuff? <laughs> and then, then Jerry, it's not there when Jerry does his inventory. I thought maybe he moved them around. No, no, no. Yeah, you want to talk about some well, of the stuff? Well, he does move stuff around because yeah. somebody will come up here and say, well, where is this? And you and you just say, well, right? Wait a minute. It's gone. It used to be right here. I thought the strawberries crowded them out, maybe. No, no. 
Okay. We'll get some. I think I'm going to uh, go ahead and get uh, some of the strawberries for those half, those horizontal half whiskey barrels that we got that I had. Mm-hmm. To, you saw that we planted one, right? Yeah, they have one right along the thing. They look great. It looks great. It does. Yeah. You'll be happy with the results because it looks good. Uh-huh. I had the begonias. I had uh, transplanted the begonias in there when I moved in the, the cyclamen. Uh, of course, the begonias did not fare too well in the freeze. No, they did not. No. Well, our whoppers are still okay, but they were on a porch. Didn't yeah. So maybe they were protected. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's good. Well, what's going on, Trace? What else is happening? Uh, we're just getting getting uh, geared up for next weekend. Yeah, tell and folks about it. It's going to be a big weekend. All right, everybody's getting in practice so we, we know how to, to, to tie the Christmas trees and how to uh, what is, find what is, the best tree for an individual person. What is the deal with the two staff people that go with the Christmas trees? Does one handle the cashier and one do all the... No, most trees, unless it's going into the bed of a truck, require two people. Okay. Unless one of them is Adam. Adam can pick up the big trees by himself. <laughs> Adam was like moving two trees at one time. He had one in his left hand, one he, in his right. He, he can put a, a tree on top of the vehicle all by himself. But Man. the rest of us, it requires somebody <laughs> on one end and one on the other to get it up properly and safe. Okay. So that's why the two people. That's right. So what's happening next weekend? Uh, oh, you want to come get your treat that time? It. We've got Saturday, we've got the Sweet Adelines, we've got funnel cakes, we've got uh, roasted corn, we've got face painting. Uh, we're breaking out the little red choo choo for mm-hmm. the weekend. Santa will be here. So uh, all that's going on on Saturday, and then another set of things on Sunday. So on Sunday, we've got the uh, chili. Mm-hmm. We've got Santa again. we got the funnel cakes again. Yeah. The last ride for the choo-choo uh, until next Halloween. Okay. Uh, Texas Weather Band. Uh, yeah, they're always, fun. That's always fun to listen to. Yeah. Roasted corn again, and then the balloon art. Yeah. On Sunday. So on Sunday, so Saturday we have the funnel cake. I'm calling him a funnel cake artist. Okay. I, well, I like that. Yeah. The funnel cake artist will be here on both days. And that's $2 that will go to the Salvation Army uh, when you get a funnel cake. And uh, the balloon artist will be here, too. And those are all free, uh, the things we've mentioned. Um, and so, yeah, so plan to come out. Uh, and I, I can picture people just, like, getting their tree. Telling your employees after they pay where the car is, and then they take care of it, and then they come out here and get some wassail and a funnel cake or whatever they want. Yes, sir. And just enjoy it. Yeah. Or especially bring the kids for pictures with Santa. And uh, actually, Santa, um, in years past, uh, I'm sure he's uh, the same since it's the real Santa, um, does uh, pet pictures, too. I I bet he does. Yeah, I've seen pet people bring their pets. He does arrive on the choo-choo. Oh, wow. Okay. Very cool. Is Roger driving that? Because Santa's, uh. Santa's not as young as he used to be. Um, <laughs> Roger probably drives Santa up here, and then we got another young man who'll probably drive right. the, the kids. Is it is it still Roger driving the train, running around, yelling, Reindeer! Look at the reindeer! Yeah. Yeah. I'm, sure there'll, elves, I'm elves. sure there'll be elves. And okay. <laughs> and I like the Grinches. Little, I, I bet like, there's Grinches. Oh, yeah. I like the little mouse house. Is it a mouse house or a squirrel house? Uh, actually, neither. There used, <laughs> to be a, there used to be a raccoon that lived in there. Really? Yeah. In the tree? In the tree. Oh, the, how the, neat. The tree's hollow. I don't know how high up, but uh, there was a, I think it was before my time. Okay. The, the raccoon family lived in there, and uh, 
So Roger made that little door. Yeah, I'm not sure. Cute. I'm not sure who put the little Christmas tree there for it. Yeah, that was nice. I, I don't. I'm not sure we actually have an occupant at the moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's very cute. All right. So, so who's the new uh, apprentice that uh, Roger's working with on the train? The, the, the young man that uh, has a... Diego would be uh, Diego? the next, next train driver, and then Abel also drives. Yeah, well, Abel, yeah. Abel's driving down for a few years, hasn't uh, he? Yes, sir. Yeah, but Diego's new. He's just as loud as Roger. Yeah. And and uh, just as enthusiastic yes. is a much better way to put it. Yes. So let's see. What else uh, can folks find here? I'm going to get a Christmas cactus on my way out. So Calendar. And we, do have, we do have more Christmas cactus coming in this oh, week as okay. well. Oh, okay. Okay. Calendars, you bet. Calendar, free lettuce seed, Crawford lettuce seed. We got that. Oh, what a great stocking stuffer. Yeah. Uh, we are, uh, we're already handing out the little flyers for the... Uh, the Christmas tree uh, recycling program. Oh, yeah. Talk about that because people can start planning so, on it now. They can. Uh, so uh, people that buy their tree here, uh, and, in fact, uh, it really, doesn't really matter where they buy their tree, but they are welcome to bring it back here uh, after Christmas. There's a particular set of dates, and uh, we will get their tree recycled for them. Yeah. So you got to make sure it's... Uh, light-free and uh, ornament-free, and we will get it ground up and, and uh, reused rather than going into a landfill. And do you do something to thank them for uh, we, doing so? We do. We will give them a uh, gift certificate for, I believe, 20% off of a purchase. Yeah. And then there's a limited time frame where that, that coupon is good. But Yeah, usually it goes, I think, into the beginning of February, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, but that's on the coupon. Is it on the web yet? Um, I don't think it is. Probably not. Yeah. You get a better gift certificate for your used Christmas tree than you do your used blood. <laughs> well, yes. Depends on how much, you, buy, how much you spend. Yeah. So, so if you're going to spend a couple hundred dollars, you bet. That's yeah. a much better deal. So uh, uh, keep an eye out on MillbergerNursery.com for information on that. But just uh, uh, kind of put it on your calendar now. After the holidays, what can you do with your tree? Well, you can use it. You can stay green by bringing it over here and... Help yourself with a 20% off coupon. So uh, what is it they always say? Uh, can some conditions apply? See store for details. Uh, that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, because I think it's, is it one item or is it all items? That was what we got in a big argument about last year. So is it, but it's one purchase. One but purchase. But I don't so know if that's one item on the purchase. or no, you think it's a whole it thing? It should be the whole thing. Okay, that's what I thought, but I don't want to say anything. The Christmas trees are over there cringing. They're saying, <laughs> what, are you, what are you two talking about recycling? We've got our, What's wrong? a whole you season to decora- be decorated and entertain people and uh, there you go. look beautiful. Over a month. Yeah. yeah. And if you're unaware of it, Mill Burgers, when the trees come in, they're fresh cut again. They are. Uh, drill. Well, you can tell. You just, stored in water. Just look at them. They just look fresh and had a couple well shaped. Uh, they just live a couple miles down the road, and they came in today. And they said, you know, I've, I've I've never been here, but I think I've been missing out on your Christmas trees. We really? Went, we went to a box store, yeah. and uh, we were disappointed. And then they came here and bought a tree. Good. And we know what. You know, and I, uh, we're seeing people come in with the uh, stands. 
so because it's a great program. Yeah, you explain that real quick, but that's not my point. But go ahead and explain. All right, it. so uh, we use these rebar stands that have a spike down the middle. So when we get these trees in, we give them a fresh cut, we drill the bottom, and put these stands on, so that they're taking up water right away. Mm-hmm. So when the customer comes in, they have an option to purchase that tree, with, without, or exchange on the stand. So an exchange would be somebody who purchased one of the stands last year, the year before, 10 years ago. Uh, If they bring us back a rebar stand like the ones that we use, we will give them this tree with the stand. So we call it an exchange. And then we take that stand and put it on another tree. So it is conceivable that some of these stands could have seen 10, 15, maybe even 20 different homes for Christmas. And that's kind of my point. kind Kind of neat. Yeah, I like the fact that, that the same people, this becomes a tradition. Every year they come to Millburgers and get their tree, and their, and uh, so it's kind of a fun thing. So we'll see lots of people next weekend, I know. And you said the weather was uh, looking good? It was looking better than what I saw earlier in the week, so yeah. Good, okay. We, we have one cold morning coming. Yeah, we'll be okay. Oh, she got a Christmas cactus. Is that what that is? Yes, yeah. that is. Yeah. You're getting pretty good, Milton. Thank you. Thank How many you. years have you been doing this? <laughs> More than I know. Um, all right, cool. What else, Trace? Uh, what else should we talk about before we go to break? We got the um, the poinsettias. Yeah, we got um, the good green selection house. of poinsettias and Christmas <clears throat> cactus. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of living, different types of living Christmas trees. Yeah, it's, we'll talk so about those. They're twenty percent off right now. We've got in that group. We've got uh, uh, cedar diadoras. We've got arborvitaes. We've got uh, a couple different types of junipers. We've got uh, Aleppo pine, stone pine, Leland cypress, um, ligustrums that are trimmed up as Christmas trees, boxwoods that are Christmas tree shaped, and rosemaries too. So there's a great selection of uh, living. Christmas uh, Christmas trees or just uh, ornamentation around the house to uh, yeah you have inside for now and then plant it outside later. But is is this pine over there? That is that Japanese black or which one is that? Are you talking the one in the ground? Yeah, in the ground. All right, so there's a debate. Uh, I I said Japanese black pine, but I obviously wasn't here when they planted that. The the young man that is or was here and still here when that got planted. Says it's uh, a uh, stone. Archie Aleppo. 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 Gosh, the one of the Aleppos I saw at the, the, the when we did those uh, tree inventory at the uh, Lackland, they were so straight and you know had big b- b- regular classic pine forest. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, that certainly. Uh, I'm a t- I'm kind of with you on that. It looks more like a, you would expect a Japanese black. Well, we are relying on his memory going back that far because apparently it's probably in the 70s that that got put in. And but uh, we know it's pine tree. How old is the, how old is the memory guy? Uh, 70s. Oh man, no. you can't trust those old people to remember that. He's not, he's not, I wasn't going to call that old. Uh, yeah, you know, when you're. All right, I, I, the opinions of Calvin are purely. It's my. Uh, yeah. It's in my age too. So. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that. Um, so, okay, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, 
I'll, I'll go get you a flyer soon. Oh, cool. Answer. Okay, cool. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, uh, give us a call and be a part of the show. We're having fun here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. Uh, so you can come by and ask your gardening question in person, or you can uh, give us a call, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This is the time of year that folks head on over to Millburgers to start their holiday tradition by getting their Christmas tree. And Millburgers has the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. A wide variety of fresh-cut different sizes of trees, noble firs, Nordman firs for those folks with allergies, and Fraser firs. Each tree, fresh cut and stored in water so it's fresh when you get it and will remain beautiful throughout the holiday season. Here's one more thing to know about that purchase from Millburgers. A portion of the proceeds of that fresh cut Christmas tree will go to benefit the Salvation Army right here in San Antonio. Millburgers has everything else you need for the holidays too, including poinsettias, wreaths, garlands, and even living Christmas trees that you can enjoy right now and plant later in the yard. And December 1st and 2nd, come on out and enjoy Millburgers Christmas Open House at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Join Greg. Gutfeld at the Tobin Center Saturday, December 8th for an unforgettable evening of hilarious, insightful, and engaging conversation on topics from his New York Times bestseller, The Gutfeld Monologues. Saturday, December 8th at the Tobin Center, plus a special surprise guest taking questions from the crowd, hosting a book signing, and a meet and greet following the show. Tickets on sale now at the Tobin Center box office, 210-223-8624, or online at thetobincenter.org. Don't miss Greg Gutfeld. Happy birthday! Oh, uh, thanks, honey. Oh boy, I wonder what he got me this year: power drill or treadmill. I know I haven't been the most thoughtful in the past, but this year I signed you up for the birthday club. You mean the one online where I get a fifty-dollar gift card from Southwest Exteriors and a free box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory? Don't forget the free oil change from Belden's Automotive. This is the best birthday gift ever, hon. Sign up for the birthday club at nine thirty a.m. TheAnswer.com. So, can I have the oil change? Uh. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, 
along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers talking gardening with you at 210-308-8867. Quickly, let me talk to you about deck and patio care. Uh, you know, it's a, a great time to uh, spend time with the family. And uh, if you've got a deck or a patio, that you know, you just remember how great it looked. And you go, oh, it doesn't look that great now, but that's just, you know, that's just the way it's got to be. It really isn't the way it's got to be. Since 1985, Barry Hagendorf has been studying and uh, researching and trying different things. And he really, in San Antonio, uh, deck and patio care Barry Hagendorf are the experts in terms of, of staining and resealing your deck. Uh, go to his website, and uh, he's got a little section called Before and After Magic, where you'll see probably if you've got a deck and had it for a while, what it looks like now, which is sort of gray and dingy. Uh, and then look at the after, where it's uh, bright and uh, nice, sharp brown and looks absolutely wonderful. Uh, and you'll see, too, that an interesting thing is it's the, you know, the whole thing. It's the benches. It's the... Uh, the little um, banister, the railing and stuff, and the doors. So uh, check it out. Go to deckandpatiocare.com. But uh, this is a perfect time to uh, go ahead and get this done. Uh, so maybe you want to call now before the holidays so it looks great when people come to visit. Uh, or just take advantage of the season. It's uh, 210-822-9147. Uh, 210-822-9147. And go to deckandpatiocare.com. Yes, sir. Well, you were asking about poinsettia prices. Yes, yeah, the different so sizes. This is a this is a list of all the regular prices of the ones we're going to be getting over. Some we have now, some we'll be getting in. Okay. So, if you want to go, you want to go over it? Sure, I can. All right. So, are you no, you go over it. You're fine. All right. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to do four and a half inch poinsettias at five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Then the six and a half inch. There's like three ways you could get it. You can get it undecorated, you can get it with foil, or you can get it with foil and a bow for twelve ninety nine. Okay. Then the eight inch pots, uh, so a little bit bigger, those are nineteen ninety nine. Ten inch pots, those are gonna be twenty nine ninety nine. And this is the number of blooms on them, the twenty plus? Right. Okay. And then uh, the hanging baskets, which is actually my favorite for twenty four ninety nine. Very cool. Okay. You just gotta look at them. You know, the that the, the dimensions don't do them. Yeah, that's right. We were sat talking about there were well, a lady was trying to carry two of them at once, and they were they were obviously big ones. But they, I mean, she or uh, had to have a lot more muscles than she had to have them so that they weren't banging into each other. So somebody can rush to help her. Yeah, they were definitely nice yeah. size. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to buy those, and then I take the little hangers off of them, and I just I use them as a ten-inch pot. Oh, oh yeah, the hanging basket. You mean? Mm-hmm. Cool. That's a good idea. All right, 210-308-8867. So uh, I'll ask you kind of again, what are we? Uh, what are you getting questions on uh, here at the nursery? Uh, fungus, why is my grass not doing well? Should I, I got a lot yesterday on should I overseed with ryegrass or should I not? And then there's no direct oh. answer because you've got to find out what kind of grass they have. Uh, if it's a grass that goes dormant, then yes, overseeding is great. If it's a grass like St. Augustine, they can do it, but it's not necessarily recommended. Okay. Um, we had a lot of uh, if questions. If you're a water conservation person, you generally are not. Although the, I guess Jerry and I have recommended the uh, rye grass or the winter grass if uh, there was an erosion problem. Yeah, it would be great for that. Yeah, or or you get a lot of times you move into the house late, 
you don't have the time to get the sod and everything. Well, one of the questions that we always get with that is uh, they've got dogs, and dogs are going to tear up any grass. They get muddy this time of year, and the ryegrass does help with that. It's not a great... It's not as good as the sod, but, but it, yeah. it is a solution, a temporary solution. Uh, we, had, we had a lot of questions about citrus uh, and the cold spell that we'd gotten. So that was uh, high on their priority list. I don't... Did it... it a lot of people saying it froze the citrus, or well, lemons and limes is, is yeah. alive. Yeah, um, we had a an orange question where the inside of the orange was dry. Yeah, that that's usually uh, on young trees, and uh, the first fruit, uh, and it's uh, what what fools people is is that. Uh, if the fruit is big, you know, the fruit puffs up, so right. to speak. And so then they think they're going to get a big fruit, but when they peel it, it's full of pulp. It's a lot of air. Yeah, a lot of air. Hey, this is a good time to jump to Beverly, who's got a question about an orange tree. So let's uh, talk about that since you said we're talking citrus. Okay. 210-308-8867. Hi, Beverly. How can we help you? Hi. Um, I have a question that's been bothering me. For, for a number of years because I can't understand what happened to my oranges. But um, the first year, or the second year, I guess, that we had it in the ground, and I, I, I forgive me, I can't remember the name of the orange tree, but uh, it produced beautiful oranges, sweet and luscious. The next year it didn't do anything, but then the year after that, I had so many oranges on the tree, I picked almost more than a bushel of oranges off of this tree. The right, they're alternate bears. Yeah, they're they're bitter. They're they're horrible. Oh, that's that middle year. I'll bet was uh, was there freezing temperatures in that middle year? There might have been. I, I, I possibly there was. I think so. So yeah. you know, and I wondered whether um, <clears throat> the tree had been grafted or something, and and then um, perhaps this new growth was coming from the rootstock, and 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 but the oranges were just. Uh, you, you couldn't. You uh, even when I squeezed them and added sugar to them, they were just terrible. Yeah, yeah and they're not. They're not. They're true orange. They're oranges. They're not uh, easy to peel like a satsuma, right? Um, it, it, I think that was the name. I think it was a satsuma. Yeah. Original, that, originally, huh? originally yeah, was original. a satsuma. So how big are yeah. the thorns? Yeah. How, how big are the thorns on the? Yeah, there are some. Yes. Are they are really some. massive, or are they mm, normal not, like they were in the beginning? Not, uh, I think, yeah, they're, they're not I massive. I mean, yeah. I think that's rootstock, rootstock orange. That's a typical pattern. Do you see that. any any uh, satsumas in the tree? Yes, any I that are it. easy to peel? They're they're easy to peel, and I have some in there on there now. And uh, I, I haven't even picked them because I figured I, uh, they're going to be like the, they were um, last year when they were so bitter. So I've just left them on the tree. I don't even know right now if they're orange yet. But uh, Jerry, Jerry's trying to determine if you've got a lot of times if you've got that rootstock coming up. Yeah. You may you may have a couple of the stems from the desirable top still there, and yeah. so you just cut all those 
rootstock and the, the ones that Trace mentioned that have those big thorns, you cut those out, and the tree, in the, the desirable top can take over again. Oh, okay. Well, the, the tree is probably about, oh, you know, a good 10 feet tall or so or better. You know, it's yeah. a tall tree, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, well, so, tell, so I, look at it close and then test those that look like satsumas that are easy to peel. And if they're, okay. see if they're desirable or sweet, and then you then, then you could go through and uh, prune off all that uh, rootstock material. Regardless, regardless of how big the limb is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Or you might you you, you might end up with one skinny little <laughs> little limb in the middle of what oh. used to be a, a ten foot tree. And then after one like next year, one growing season, you It'll could come have, back. Could have the whole oh. desirable tree again. Yeah, it, it seems like the oranges that are on the tree now, they're only growing on the um, on the east side of the tree. I don't see anything on the opposite. But uh, huh. so I, I I don't know what's going on with it. Well, that that make that but assessment that, based on what we said, and if there's uh, yeah. inf other information, just give us a call. We can talk about it some more. But it sure sounds like you've got a rootstock taking over. And that sour orange yes. that we're, we're, that is uh, that you're finding there, the one that's yes. not not sweet, not desirable, that this right. is a rootstock. And right. they can, right. if you, you can find any any of the desirable top, yeah. and then you just you just leave that, and it it'll can dominate again if you just keep pruning that rootstock out. Okay. Now one one give one giveaway is the the leaves may be a little bit different. Okay. And and, and the one, in other words, you cut off everything. I'd say, if it was a satsuma, mm -hmm. not for to have thorns. Okay. I'd say cut off every limb that has thorns. Okay. All right. I, I, Assu I assuming that. you I have some that don't have thorns. Yeah. yeah. I would do that now. Cut that out. I'd wait till February. Oh, okay. January, February, March. Okay. Yeah, because that'll leave the if there are desirable stems, that'll leave them pretty vulnerable to cold. Yeah. Right. Right. Might kick them into some growth too. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Sure, Beverly. Hey, hey, keep it. Okay. Do you mind keeping Bye. us informed? Yeah. How it turns out. Okay. okay. I will. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Beverly. You take care. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Hey, uh, we talked to Bill Sveeling yesterday of Wild Birds Unlimited over there on Hebner Road in Northwest Military about lots of fun ideas that you can do uh, to bring nature to your yard. That's what Wild Birds does best. <laughs> Uh, is not only, uh, and, um, and I'll tell you kind of how Bill sums it up, which is kind of cool. So if you're thinking about uh, attracting uh, birds to your yard or if you want squirrels and you want to enjoy watching them uh, feed and scamper and all that, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with those kind of things. But what Bill says, and I, and I think he's absolutely right from what I've seen, is they're problem solvers. 
So uh, what they do is you, you kind of uh, go in there and you tell them what you're trying to do or maybe what maybe there's a something you've been trying to do and haven't been successful, and they will help you solve that problem uh, toward bringing nature to your yard. Um, so uh, you mentioned the finches are uh, coming pretty soon. Gold, yeah. You, gold and lesser. You could have lesser gold finches right now. A lot of a lot of neighborhoods have lesser all year. Okay. But the American goldfinches uh, could come up any time. As a Christmas idea, Bill, uh, over that Wild Birds mentioned, uh, this is a good time to get your uh, Purple Martin feeders, the Purple Martin houses, rather, yeah. uh, over there. Uh, and, again, uh, they've got lots of home decor and uh, fun items uh, that are that are nature-oriented. Um, they've got... Uh, some wind socks and binoculars and the hats and all that cool books. stuff. Yeah, and books too. Thank you, Calvin. And uh, over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. And right now, uh, they've got 20% off one regularly priced item. It's uh, valid at their store, and it's the discount per purchase. And uh, it's not valid on bird food or previous purchases or gift cards or optics or some other stuff. You can see the website for all the details, but it's good through the end of the year. So go by and visit with them and take advantage of uh, the sale items. And Calvin mentioned yesterday a gift certificate to there would be a great idea. So that's Wild Birds Unlimited over on Hebner and Northwest Military, and you can give them a call at 210-497-2473. Again, 210-479-2473. Try that uh, pepper-flavored suet if you're having trouble with squirrels uh, and they... You know, you can bring in all those insect eaters, the wrens, mockingbirds, of course, will come in. Uh, woodpeckers? Woodpeckers, for sure, yeah. Even a few of the warblers, the uh, uh, the orange-crowned warbler that we that winters here will go come into those uh, feeders. Do I put the suet in the little thing that you got me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, was, that was a kick. Man, it was full of birds and all different kinds, and... The woodpeckers come on and they're beautiful, but they're uh, you know they're hanging different ways. Blue jays too. Yeah, uh, so it's really a, a kick. Uh, we did that. And we did the seed cakes, uh, and had a lot of fun with that. So uh, anyway, uh, give them a call and find out more. Wild Birds Unlimited and establish that relationship. You'll you'll enjoy it year round. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back in a moment. Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Elberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This is the time of year that folks head on over to Milberger's to start their holiday tradition by getting their Christmas tree. And Milberger's has the most beautiful Christmas trees in San Antonio. A wide variety of fresh-cut different sizes of trees, noble firs, Nordman firs for those folks with allergies, and Fraser firs. Each tree fresh cut and stored in water so it's fresh when you get it and will remain beautiful throughout the holiday season. Here's one more thing to know about that purchase from Millburgers. A portion of the proceeds of that fresh cut Christmas tree will go to benefit the Salvation Army right here in San Antonio. Millburgers has everything else you need for the holidays too, including poinsettias, wreaths, garlands, 
and even living Christmas trees that you can enjoy right now and plant later in the yard. And December 1st and 2nd, come on out and enjoy Millburgers Christmas Open House at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. It's called Black Friday, and this year it seems to have started around the first of the month. Black Friday is the shopping day, of course, that puts merchants in the black for the year, or so they hope. Do we really need more stuff? I recently moved, and it's taking me weeks to get rid of stuff I don't need or no longer want. It seemed right to buy it at the time, but I'm discarding things or giving them to a charity like the Salvation Army for resale. There's nothing wrong with getting a child a toy or an adult a tie or a book, but think about the future when such things will be discarded, out of fashion, and ready to be thrown away. What about investing in someone's future? Maybe help with college or send some money to someone in a poor country who needs a goat or a sewing machine to pull themselves out of poverty. World Vision provides such a program, and so do some others. I've contributed to it in the past, and it's very satisfying to know that such a gift is truly one that keeps on giving. On this Black Friday and leading up to Christmas, maybe you should consider doing the same. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. One thing, if you moved in your house plants and everything and uh, you notice some white insects clinging to the... Yeah. And they, they, they we're talking about uh, scale or mealybugs. And uh, mealybugs are bad in the fall, and once you get a infestation, they're very difficult to control. So, uh, if you, uh, uh, they're one of the worst plants you can get on your house plants because they're so hard, difficult to control. They're soft. Uh, they're a scale insects, soft-bodied uh, scale insects. And uh, there's some ins- insecticides that you can that say that they're good for scale, but it, uh, but it's best to treat the plants outside, of course, with insecticide. And you let the spray run down into the leaf axis. Uh, as as the if you the if you look carefully, the nymph or the the little scale hides in the leaf axis of the leaves. Uh, some some people uh, that have large leaves use uh, cotton swabs uh, or cotton balls dipped in rubbing alcohol. 
to rub the adults off and kill the nymphs. Now, one thing, one thing we found in the greenhouse is if you got a plant that's heavily infested, it usually starts on one plant. Uh, just cut them off. You know, cut those limbs off. A lot of times it, it takes a lot of cutting to get the limbs off. And also put them in a new pot. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Jerry fought those battles for years and years, and I was kind of like a consternation. I just can't believe that there's still a scale that quick coming back, and then, then you and your team figured out it's on the darn containers. On the, on the bottom side of the pot. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, which are... Once you know that, relatively easy to yeah. control on the easier to cut, control. Cut them, them the off the top, top. and uh, or get them off the top, and then put them in a new pot. Or can you uh, uh, soak those pots in your solution? Alcohol no, we, solution? we just put hours out in the sun, let them dry out. That worked. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they're hard to get rid of once you get them, and they're bad on hibiscus. They 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 really love to to get started on hibiscus, and they 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 spread to other plants, so you need to control them. In other words, to say, well, that big thing can't get over to the next plant, but they can. Um, if with an insecticide. You probably need to treat them three or four times to bring them under control at about uh, uh, four, to, four to seven days intervals. And, uh, and like I said, let it run down the stem and get in the, in the axis of the leaves because that's, they're in, in cracks and crevices. Follow label instructions, though. Be careful. Uh, make sure you, that, that it is, in fact, a plant. Uh, uh, an insecticide that works well on indoor plants. Or yeah, it, it'll say uh, it'll say uh, scale on the, or uh, mealy bugs on the on the on the label. Read and follow labels instructions. You got you that. You always milk. advise that. Yeah. And another, another pest we need to be taken care of is fire ants. If you uh, after the range, you could kind of figure out where the fire ants are. But uh, so that's those big mounds out there with yeah yeah dark <laughs> color that you don't want to step in or sit in. <laughs> uh, but but and like I said, it's uh, we got blue bonnets out here. It's time to plant those. Now you got in terms of the fire ants, uh, the one of the worst places to have them is in your vegetable garden. Now this, yeah, most of our, our compost pile. Yeah, and a spent compost pile or a slow decomposing pile was is an ideal uh, place for them because it's elevated, good drainage, and and they seem to like containers. They love containers. Mm. But uh, I was thinking, oh, in terms, of, there are uh, treatments, both organic and manufactured treatments. Uh, most of those that we use acephate in, in terms of a manufactured uh, chemical to put on the mounds or those that uh, with spinosad for uh, 
organic control and that some of those are labeled for in the vegetable garden uh, one of the easiest ways is to treat them all around the vegetable gardens too yeah. so check check those out they work pretty well uh, Milton if you're growing your amaryllis near a window yeah are you going to put it near a sunny window well I thought she wanted me to wait until it kind of came out a little bit yeah no. okay but the uh, key to to growing a, a nice upright plant uh, that's not leggy is uh, turn it one quarter turn every day to keep it from bending. Oh, that's a good idea. See, it'll bend toward the light. Okay. So you turn turn it uh, one quarter turn every day. Look at that. Okay. Look at the color on that point. Said woofta. Where? Oh, that she's got. Yeah. She's got two. She's. Handling those big plants pretty well. Um, okay, I'll have to turn it a quarter each time. Yeah, well, when you when you start getting the leaves. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Ernest is on the line. Ernest, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Yes, just wanted to know what I could be doing with my Okay. Uh, Ernest, um, what can you be doing with your asparagus? Yeah, you're breaking up on us a little bit. Let's see if we can't tell you what to be doing with the asparagus, and we'll come back to you. Okay, well, so about about now, uh, the the problem with asparagus is it doesn't freeze back. I I don't know, if 20, maybe the 23 took it back. It seemed to. But uh, generally, we tell people to cut it down, cut it down to the ground at Christmas. And uh, and mulch it if you want to. And what and about what about Jerry on resurrecting or uh, renewing, refreshing a asparagus bed? I mean, if you've had one for twenty years and you got all those male and female plants and they're just they're not production. There are some really uh, excellent varieties, right? Would does that make sense to start start over in a situation like that? Yeah, you probably need to start over because yeah. of, and it's going it's going to be hell to get rid of. Yeah, you have to dig it all up. And uh, PlantAnswers.com has a lot of accounts on how to uh, start a bed and invest the time and the effort and uh, fertilization is a big key. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, compost or some kind of organic material works well too. Did you Ernest, make sure your radio is down, uh, if, you, if you will. But uh, did that help you answer the question? Did that help you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I need to know. Okay. Yeah, we're we're we technical yeah. difficulties. Yeah, we're we're not hearing you well because your phone keeps breaking up, Ernest. So thanks for calling, man. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. If he does have any further questions, he can email us at the store, and, oh, good. and we'll relay it to Jerry or try to answer it ourselves. When okay, do we, that email uh, is? Uh, nursery at millburgersa.com. Cool. When do we expect uh, the asparagus to come in? Is that a, a early spring? February. Um, well, the, the varieties we get in normally are going to be the packaged ones, and uh, they come in in, in late Mid-January, late January. Mary and Martha. Maybe. <laughs> Washington um, or Stewart? <laughs> no, uh, Washington. Okay. So occasionally we get that uh, that U something that, do you remember which one I'm talking about? U57. Uh, California U- 1657? That one, yeah, that one. 
So uh, yeah, sometimes, good, sometimes we get that one in, but normally it'll be the uh, packaged fruits. Okay. Um, and then, stuff. Uh, do you? I know you. You mentioned that there'll be more poinsettias coming in. Yes, there will. More Christmas cactus. Yeah, that's what you. I think what you had said that there's more of that coming in. The um, any uh, vegetables coming in? Anything that that way? Or are we kind of? Well, um, the only thing that was that I was low on was uh, spinach and I heard that. broccoli, uh, and there was broccoli available. So yeah. uh, I'll have to see if I can scrounge up some spinach for Jay. And we still have celery. We still have celery. Okay. What's the target on onions? Oh yeah, we had that question. All yesterday. right. So theoretically speaking, if everything happens the way it's supposed to, they'll be in this next week. Oh good. Um, but that's all. No rush. That's all weather permitting, you know. So if they get an obscene amount of rain or something like that, that uh, puts off harvesting for a while. So uh, hopefully this next week. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking I of stole my thunder. I was going to oh. talk about it next weekend. Oh. Say, hey, we got them, but. Um, <laughs> but we're getting everybody anxious. There you go. All right. Hey, let's take a second to talk to you two about next weekend here at Millburgers. It'll be a fun time to come out. Because on December 1st, that's next Saturday, is going to be the Millburgers traditional open house. And it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. We Let's talk. Uh, start off with pictures with Santa. Yes, Santa will be here, I believe it's 11 to 3. three. Yeah. Yep, there it is, 11 to 3. We've got the, the little red choo-choo that will be going also from 11 to 3. And mm-hmm. Santa does arrive on that choo-choo. So if you're okay. here at 11, bring the kids. and they oh, can, that'll be fun. They can wait. They can see uh, see Santa show up. Uh, we've got funnel cakes, so that's a that's a new one for us, and they're they're going to be two dollars, but the money goes straight to the San Antonio uh, Area Salvation Army. We've yeah. got the uh, face painting young lady will be here. Mm-hmm. We've got roasted corn, and I love roasted corn. Yeah, and uh, the sweet Adelines will be here uh, noon to two, and uh, if you haven't uh, heard them before, it's a, a great ladies' choir. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do sort of they, female barbershop quartet. Yeah, so they they walk around and and make it festive. They'll come up on the porch and sing too. So, and then we should have uh, hot chocolate and popcorn and wassail. I love the wassail. Yeah. So the, is that the? Uh, um, Mary made a pot today. Oh, I was going to wonder if anybody yeah. uh, has. Uh, and is the recipe still here? The recipe's there. Uh, my, my wife ran around yesterday and gathered oh, did up, she get the gathered up the ingredients. Oh, so, very uh, cool. So that she's she's even participating in the uh, world famous wassail. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it's not just one day because it's Sunday too. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, you bet. We Sunday. Got, we got uh, lots of stuff going on. Some the same. Uh, some different. So Santa will be here again. Also arriving on the little red choo-choo. Uh, we will have uh, chili mm-hmm. from Nature's Creation, and we will have the funnel cakes again, and the roasted corn again. And instead of face painting, we will have balloon art. Yeah. Uh, we will also have the train going and the Texas Weather Band. I, I enjoy listening to them. They're very good. Uh, they are very good. And they'll be doing their classic country music uh, with a little Americana. So uh, and they'll be doing Christmas music. You can sing along. We'll try to get them on the air, too. Uh, we uh, try to do that wirelessly, and sometimes we're successful, sometimes we're not. But so you can hear how good they are. But just come on out. The weather's going to be nice. We understand it. So, uh, and that's a, a good time to uh, get your tree, or it's a good time if you've already gotten your tree from Mill Burgers to come on out anyway and just enjoy it and bring the kids. And 
bring your pets for pictures with Santa, too, from 11 to 3. And we left the bounce house out. We, yeah, we do I have saw the, the bounce house. We do have the, the bounce house, and that's, uh, that's any open hours uh, through Christmas. So, okay. Um, you, can, you can have the kids play while you're picking out your Christmas tree. Yeah. Tell me about this hot chili. Uh-oh. Does that mean it's warm? It's warmed? Or does that mean it's, it's hot to the t- yeah spicy? Well, it's going to be it's going to be warm to the touch. It's it's the same chili we got last year. It was really really good. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't call it spicy, but then you know I can eat a habanero pepper. So right, right. Spicy <laughs> to me is completely different than spicy to somebody else. I just said it. It says hot chili. It, so it, I would just want it, it, it will be warm to the touch. It is very flavorful, but I don't think it's uh, it's not burn sp- your mouth hot. Yeah, it's not, okay, it's not Good. spiked with uh, peppers. So Good, that's where you're hitting. I think that's what he's worried about. Yeah, I think he prefers it less. Yeah, less mildly. spicy. Yeah, but it's well, really I wish good. you wouldn't have alerted him to that. That would have been a lot more for us. Trey. You, uh, <laughs> I, did, I did hear it was uh, no bean chili. I was going to say, Calvin, do you want us to bring you some beans that you can add to your chili? We no, can bring I'm, you a little can. You know, I will. I'll eat whatever is available. Okay. You know and, and he will have Fritos, so yeah, he can actually make, make Frito, pie. Frito pie. Yeah, very cool. All right, so for more information on that, that's next weekend. You can come say hi to us on the porch. That's at millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com, and you'll find all that information. Uh, by the way, you can go there to get your calendars, uh, not your calendars, your newsletter. But you uh, can get calendars. We have free, yeah. free uh, Millburgers calendars. Here at the nursery. Uh, as Jerry mentioned earlier, we do have a free uh, Crawford lettuce seed. Uh-huh. Which Crawford lettuce seed makes a nice container plant, too. It does. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot someone brought one last year to us and gave it to me, and it was beautiful. Big time. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Trace? Uh, I'm sure there's more, but we can talk about it later. All right. Then we're going to get to say goodbye for today. Uh, thanks to Ashley doing a great job getting all your calls on the air and uh, making this sound so good. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.